Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You're listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, a Texas Tech athletics podcast where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast. This is a post-game instant reaction to Texas Tech defeating the Kansas Jayhawks 43-28. to I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Michael, what's up, man? Hey, I just I just made the trek back to the, the truck. I'm over here. I'm in the in the shade of the Womble. Just basking in in victory here. Um, unlike the the folks who stayed all the way until four minutes, and then decided, yeah, you know what? That's thirty six twenty eight. I stayed the whole time. Stayed till the Matador song, and yeah, it's very did. cold. And and how are you doing, man? Man, we're doing well. Um, I was nice and warm at the house all game. Uh, I. Would be interested to hear your your perspective of how the game was going, especially certain points throughout. Um, you know, being in the building versus watching the broadcast, because uh, the if you look at the stat sheet and look at the final score, you're like, how are those two things so very different? <laughs> because if yeah. you look at what you know, total yards, passing yards, rushing yards. Uh, penalties, I, I guess it would have to come, come down to turnovers or red zone percentage. Um, anyways, let's, I guess, start with, uh, total yards and say that, uh, Kansas outgained you on the, on, on the night, 525 to 510. Um, definite questions there of, of, of your defense. This is the first time at like all season really it's felt like your defense was just not good. Um, and I don't know if it was just not good or if it was just being absolutely, you know, picking apart your defense that was so keen on, on trying to stop the run, but was also not very good at stopping the run. Devin Neal, 24 carries, 190 yards, 7.9 yards per carry. I mean, ouch. Um, they they threw for more yards than you did, 283 yards. Uh, Kansas did to 246. Although you rushed for 264 yards to Kansas's 242. Um, I know there was some some discussion in our post in our pregame and some research done by uh, Ryan Mainville about the number of carries if you hit 41, Texas Tech was five and one uh, or, or three and one, sorry, three and one. Uh, and Texas Tech carried the ball 48 times tonight, 264 yards, 5.5 yards per carry. Uh, with a, a long of 36 yards from Strajic Thompson. That was his touchdown run. Um, going back to our, some interesting conversation we had in the pregame show about Thompson and Brooks both having a, uh, a prop bet of a half touchdown on the ground each, and they both hit that. On the night, Strajic Thompson, seven carries, 68 yards, one touchdown. 
long of 36. So he averaged 9.7 yards per carry. Taj Brooks carried the ball the most number of times tonight, but of the four rushers had the least amount of yards, 16 carries, 51 yards, a nine of long, sorry, a long of nine yards, one touchdown, an average of 3.2 yards per carry. Cameron Valdez, man, he got a lot of play tonight. 11 carries, 66 yards, six yards per carry. And then tell me if you would have thought this, Michael, Tyler Shuck, your leading runner on the ground tonight, 12 carries, 76 yards, one touchdown, 6.3 yards per carry. Not, not at all. And, you know, I had a friend of mine text me during the last segment of the radio show, and I was going to say this because I agreed with it and I didn't really get the chance to say it, but, you know, I just said, Hey, give me a take. We're on our last segment. He said, if, um, if Shuck starts and we don't run the ball, we're going to lose. <laughs> and I, I thought, I was like, ah, man, I, I, I agree with that. And, you know, Shuck came out and um, they, they really, as far as in the stadium, you couldn't tell until that first opening drive who was going to start. Everybody was warming up the same. There wasn't any real, um, you know, real indication there. So that, that kind of made me a little bit worried. But then I, that first drive, they just ran the heck out of the ball. I think the entire stadium was on board with that because I mean, there was a guy in front of me who was very loud the entire game. And of course he left early, but uh, you know, yeah, there you go. Just run the ball. That's it. That's what we've, that's what you should have, you know, that type of stuff, which, Hey, we were kind of saying that, but we're also not the obnoxious guy saying it at the game. Um, but, but it almost felt like Kitley was doing it just to spite everyone. And then it kept working. So he, he just had to keep doing it. And that's fine, you know, whatever it takes. But I, I think uh, it was Level who reported something about Valdez getting some carries this week. And I assumed, okay, he's going to come in here and there. I didn't know he's going to get handed the ball 11 times. I mean, they kept calling his name. And he's such a fast, speedy guy that he was able to break a little bit. Um, but, but yeah, I, I think the majority of the fans I was around was pretty happy with how it was going. And I, and I think this type of pace and this type of offense really played to shut strengths. You know, he was able to use his feet because they had to respect the running game. They had to respect um, the passing game. I mean, he was only 20 for 33, but he was getting the ball to receivers hands. Receivers just weren't making the catch and in quite a few places. So it was, it was a a good uh, fit for him. Um, But yeah, I, yeah, I'll eat some crow because when when he came out, I thought, oh, man, our chances went down because I really wanted Smith um, this game and to run the ball. Um, I, I just didn't know if it would if the two if the pairing would go as well with Shuck coming out. But he, I think he played very adequate. Yeah, coming into the game when we were talking about who who would play quarterback, uh, I think we were all kind of leaning towards thinking that the game plan or how to beat. Kansas when we were talked about how bad they were on you know in their rush defense like well this feels like a, a very Donovan Smith type game right like uh, you've got everybody in there running um, able to run uh, and then he's able to hit some receivers over the middle but man shut came out he ran a whole lot more than I would have expected um, and then was able to, uh, to 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 keep the offense moving. There were some times though, Michael, and, and this is something that we talked about in the, in, in the the pregame show, and then I you know I think we both tweeted about it. Um, there was a time 
I don't know if it was second quarter. I think it was early third quarter. Um, Kansas scores a touchdown and then Texas tech comes out and, and it's not like that they, they, they had tied it up or anything, but they had closed the gap. It was like, a was it 20? Hold on. This is, this is great. Um, it was like, 20, sorry, I'm not much help. 27 to seven or 24, seven. I don't know if tech was ever up that much. Um, were they? And then like, he just went Crap. like, he just like reverted back to, I'm just going to throw it every, every, every down. And we're like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> uh, Kitley, what's, what's been working is, is actually been running the ball. Um, let's, let's, let's keep it going. Um, let's see. Cause it was seven, Oh, seven, seven, 10, seven, 10, seven, 14, seven, right, so 17, seven. Yeah, twenty four seven. Okay. Early second quarter, then Kansas uh, gets a touchdown, and then you go three plays minus five yards. Um, when Texas Tech takes over, Kansas then takes four plays seventy three yards. Um, to get it, what was that? Uh, one, two. I, I I'm trying to. I, I'm going through the, the drive chart here and it's not like giving me the score <laughs> at the time. Um, yeah, there was 21, 24, 21. And it just felt like Kitley had just like reverted back to, I'm, I'm not going to do the game plan that we had called because it now feels like we're too close. Um, but the defense uh, tightened up a little bit. And I would point to to the end of the half, really, uh, really nailing down just the, the the swing there because they they hold you uh, on on as a turnover on downs. Uh, you give the ball back to Kansas, fifty six seconds. They run two plays, no four plays, uh, and ends in an interception um, where they were driving, and then you take the ball over you essentially run one play to get into field goal range and then kick the field goal to end the first half, um, which made it 27 to 21. Uh, but had Kansas, you know, if they were able to score there, could have taken the lead into halftime and then would have gotten the ball back to start the second half. Uh, really could have changed the outlook of this game, but that turnover there yeah. and then, and then getting down uh, and kicking the field goal there um, really kind of helped the so, solidify your, your position as, as you know, having the lead there and then not, not giving them the momentum coming out of half uh, to start the third quarter. They came out and they attempted a field goal. They had a 14 play drive on 56 yards, took up seven minutes off the clock. Um, and it was the, 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 the double doink <laughs> field goal attempt. The, the one they missed in the second half um, had that one gone through again, it, it would have been a, a little bit of a different game. You ultimately held Kansas to just seven points in the second half. And I, I was kind of surprised when I saw that, that stat come out from Rob. Um, Cause there were definitely times in the second half where you just felt like it was kind of teetering on the defense breaking uh, and, and it kind of getting out of hand or, or it turning into a, um, a shootout, if you will, with two teams that wanted okay. to run the ball, but uh, it really didn't didn't get get out of hand to defensively at least where you felt like you had to score every every possession. Right, and Tech was scoreless in the third. Right, they didn't score either. 
Uh, nobody scored, scored in the third. Okay, I thought that was the case. I mean, this this felt not to ding DeRuiter because I think he's done a great job. And I, I still think the defense played well enough. They obviously played well enough to win. But this almost felt like a Gibbs defense in the sense that the two turnovers is what really kept the game from getting out of hand. Because, uh, you know, the, now both turnovers were deep into Kansas's own territory. So it's not like... Uh, Kansas was driving the ball that drive and just a last second turnover saved it. But, um, you know, those turnovers made a huge difference, especially the this, the fumble and the recovery and late in the fourth, um, you know, when the fans were leaving thinking the game was in hand. Uh, but that was before that happened. Um, so, I mean, I, I could have seen that the way that offense was moving the ball with four minutes left, all three timeouts, you're down by one score that really could have gone a different way had that, you know, that strip sack and that fumble not have happened. So uh, it, it kind of felt like one of those games where the defense did just enough, but fortunately came up with some turnovers that were really key. And then, you know, forcing a field goal, forcing two doinks in the same game. I mean, that, that really changed uh, uh, the momentum of the game. I mean, tech would have been down by only up by three going into the half uh, Kansas would have tied it on that opening drive. I mean, it, it would have been a different feel of a game and Kitley might've called things a little bit different because he does have a tendency to, uh, I think we've, we've noticed it too. Just kind of like after a score, he did it in Fort Worth too. Let's just pass the ball every down, um, you know, just kind of gets a little bit on his heels, even whether or not he needs to be. And, and I'm, you know, I'm simplifying it. I'm not, knowing everything that's going on on the sideline, but from a 30,000 foot view, that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. Um, one other thing that we talked about in the pregame show, and I hate to keep going back to that, but we were talking about at least, you know, in the game plan wanting to see the, the, not necessarily like a time of possession change, but like you wanted to see kind of longer, um, kind of controlled drives. I'm going to read off the, the drives for Texas Tech just on the number of plays and yards um, and just just how different this week felt. It wasn't like you, it was a feast or famine. Like you were able to put together drives almost all night long. Um, your first touchdown, eight plays, 75 yards. Your your field goal drive, 12 plays, 60 yards. Touchdown, six plays, 76 yards. Touchdown, 12 plays, 61 yards. Uh, you had a field goal in the second quarter three plays, 35 yards, which was the, after the interception, uh, then coming out in the fourth quarter, that the first play in the fourth quarter, that was a nine play 79 yard drive. Uh, your field goal after that nine play 63 yards. And then the shortest obviously was a three play eight yard drive that man had, had Hutchings scored there. We would have had a real fathlete moment, scoop and score. Um, but that one definitely that 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 fumble right there you're talking about the the turnover that was deep in their own own territory that one like essentially sealed the game um, for a team like you know we, we knew that uh, just with the volume that they ran the ball they they fumbled more than they threw interceptions but there were several times where you forced Bean into into some pressure and he, he took some bad passes uh, he took some risks there was a there was a pass that hit Rabbit in the hands that should have been an interception in the second second half. Uh, that play that was intercepted, 
I mean, he was falling back when they did the the view from the the end zone. The receiver he threw to was bracketed, um, and then there was another receiver on that side of the field, and that corner even fell off of his his guy and dropped into coverage on that receiver. So like there were three Texas Tech defenders legitimately in pass coverage of that one um, receiver as the ball was getting there, and then a safety was coming over the top from the opposite side of the field. Like there ended up being four defenders there um, on that throw because of the pressure you forced, like I said, Bean to move backwards. He was thrown off his back foot. So the, the ball kind of, there, there wasn't as much zip on it. Um, and Eldridge was able to, to, you know, as the underneath defender uh, to get his hands on it, and intercept that one. Um, the, uh, the stats of the game, I mean, you, you know, we looked at it, 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 it felt like everything was, was pretty much equal. Um, I didn't, I didn't realize how many more penalties Kansas had than you did. They were, they had 10 penalties for 70, 75 yards. Texas Tech had six penalties for only 47 yards. And maybe it just felt like those were very consequential penalties against Tech. Um, they were just, it was strange at times. You were seven of 15 on third downs, only went for it on fourth down twice tonight. So ultimately you were eight of 17 on third and fourth downs, which is just under 50%, which is about what we saw. Kansas allow coming into the end of the game. Uh, you held Kansas to six of 13. I say held six of 13 on, on third down one of three on fourth down. They ran exactly their average number of plays of 65. Texas tech was just under their average at 82. Um, the offense though for Kansas, I mean, my goodness, 8.1 yards per play at one point, Devin Neal was rushing for more than 11 yards per carry. Um, I mean, just their offense was just able to do whatever that they wanted tonight. But to your point, the 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 comparison there, I I think is apt when you talk about Gibbs, um, where his whole defensive philosophy was we're going to let them move the ball, um, but we're going to try to force a turnover on on every play, uh, and then we're going to try to lock it down once we get inside the red zone. That wasn't something you've seen a lot from. Deruder so far this season, uh, but it definitely felt that way tonight, and, and probably just because of how how good the Kansas offense was. And this is one of the better, you know, best offensive teams in in the country and in the conference. Um, you did a good job against TCU, who had a, you know a better statistical offense, but Kansas was man, they're they're, they're something else. They are they are not the bottom dweller that they have been. Um, if Leipold is there next season, it, it could really get interesting and in, in what they're able to do, but. Michael, are there any other, other you know, immediate points you want to talk about or, or, or touch on from somebody that was there in, in, in the stadium tonight? Uh, no, I mean, nothing nothing outstanding. I, I, I think the main thing that's going to jump out to everybody is, you know, five touchdowns on the night, four of them were on the ground, only one through the air. Um, I'd like to go back and see when the last time that happened. I don't know if that was – Back when Washington was running the ball, I, mean, I, I feel like that might have happened with Kingsbury, uh, with Washington and Mahomes. They might have run in for themselves or something one game, but I, I feel like that's been a while, um, especially with that kind of run. You know, sometimes you'll you'll get that many rushing touchdowns, but it's because it's fourth and one at the goal. But that's impressive. I think that's kind of the story of the night that a, a, a lot of us will and should focus on. Uh, you know, the other thing, like you mentioned, the defense kind of on their heels all night. I think Kansas was almost able to get eight yards per carry. Uh, Got to bounce back from that. But I, I want to think 
that part of that uh, disruption is because of Tyree Wilson's injury. And I wanted to see if you had heard anything or seen anything. I've, you know, been kind of limited with what I'm able to see on my phone. And obviously, I, you know, if they covered it on the on the game at all, I know ESPN Plus is not the best at having any sort of sideline reporter. But uh, did you have you gathered anything about his injury? Do you know anything at all? Well, uh, just that, I mean, that there was a replay of it uh, and Ryan Leaf was, was trying to explain what he thought had happened. Uh, it looked like on, on, on the play he got hurt, he was trying to go out outside and around uh, the right tackle there and may have stepped on, on like his foot or like his ankle area. And then Wilson rolled his ankle uh, just because of where he mm-hmm. stepped into the guy's foot. Um when they had like the close-ups of of Wilson, like he never really seemed like he was in a lot of pain. Like his his face was 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 pretty like neutral. Like there wasn't like really reacting to the the training staff down there on his on, you know messing with his foot or his leg. Um, so I, I I was pretty hopeful until when they stood him up, he couldn't put any weight on. I was like, okay, well he's done for the night at least. Um, so yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it would assume it's, it's at least a, like a sprained ankle, rolled ankle. It could be, you know, even worse, but I can't remember who said it. They basically said, all right, Wilson, we'll, we'll see you at the, at the, the combine. Um, I'm a little concerned that, that with how late we are in the season, um, that he may be done. Um, but I mean, outside of that, no, I don't have like any, any, any firm, uh, news or anything to share on Wilson besides, that and then there's just you know both Hutchings and um the other defensive lineman one well, blank on his name Bradford both of them had had leg injuries at one point during the game um so I was like hey we need to keep our defensive line healthy uh we, we still yes. have a couple of games left this season um and at least we need at least one more win here in the regular season to get um you know some regular season goals checked off, but no, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm a little like, you probably have to have to chalk it up to the, the turnovers there. Um, you forced two turnovers, uh, against Kansas and turn those two turnovers into 10 points. Um, without them, obviously that, that, that would take you down to, you know, 33 points and had those drives extended at least the one that you threw the, that, uh, being through the interception, um, that would have made it a lot closer. The, the missed field goals, this game could have gone the other way without, without those turnovers. So, uh, you didn't quite get to take three, but you got two of them and you turn them into points, which were obviously huge. Um, we'll, we'll break everything down a little bit more, uh, this week as we, as we do our, our rewatch of the game, like we normally do, uh, but that'll do it for us on this post game instant reaction podcast for the 23 personnel podcast uh michael i'm spencer text tech wins 43 28 uh we'll take on iowa state and ames next weekend and then come back home against oklahoma for the last game of the season uh hopefully get one more win in there all right that'll do it we'll catch you guys next time Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast. Help us out by subscribing, rating the show, and leaving a review. Follow us on Twitter at 23 Personnel, Spencer at Punt Suck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. Be sure to catch the next episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly.
One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> AutoTrader.